Okay, Ron Hamilton back again. We are continuing to talk about the absolute value of being aware of and living in the connection with the Spirit of God in us. That our, our ability now to hear from God is because we've been born again. Uh, our, our old man was put away and our new life has begun. That our spirit man was raised up. That we are triune beings. We're spirit, soul, and body. And our spirit from God, that connects with God, is supposed to be the leader in our life and to lead our soul and saturate our body with His, His Spirit. So I want to talk through more. And now we talked about peace last time. just want to talk about just the practice of being led by God. Romans 8, 1, 5, and 14 talks through Romans 8 just is full of the fact that we can live in the Spirit versus our flesh. That we can live in the Spirit of God. We can walk in Him. We can hear His voice. We can have peace in life through practicing following His Spirit. Being led by the Holy Spirit is not a high bar for us as believers. It's not a high bar. It is our legacy. It is our right. It is our inheritance to be led by God. You know, Romans 8.14 says that these are the sons of God. And, of course, we know sons means sons and daughters. So women have to get used to being called sons. And guys, you have to be get used to being called the bride of Christ. So listen, sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. That God will lead us. He will guide us. He will direct us. We can hear from Him. It's not obtained, this leadership of the Holy Spirit is not obtained after years of study and years of, of walking with God. It is available as soon as we're born again. <laughs> but we do, of course, grow in it. Grow in it. Hebrews 5.16 says that those who by practice have discerned good and evil are now mature. Mature sons that can hear. So it's what we're made for. It's our nature. It's our nature now to hear God, to be led by Him. You know, um, when Jesus died on the cross, <laughs> one of the amazing things that happened, that this heavy curtain that was erected between God's people and God was was torn down. <laughs> it was torn down. It was amazing that He tore it down, symbolizing that now we all have access through Jesus Christ, through what He did on His body in the, on the cross. The veil was rend, rent and opened for us to come in. Everything that separated us from God and His presence has been put away. I just want you to think about that. Everything. The stupid things you and I have done the stupid things you and I have thought, none of it can keep us from God's presence. As we realize, it's all been put under the blood of Christ. So that thick veil isolated the Holy of Holies. It isolated God's presence from us. But now we have a new and living way into the presence of God. Hebrews 10, 19, and 20 tells us. No longer need to go to a building to worship God, even though corporate gatherings are good, especially as they 
fill us and prepare us to be the agents of God as we leave. But the location of the Holy Spirit is now in us. The location of the Holy of Holies is in us. The location of the true temple is us. That is amazing. So we are the place of meeting. We are the very tabernacle of God's presence. And, it's, and what His presence brings, His power, His peace, His fruit, His gifts, it's all available to us. The greatest privilege is ours. We get to house the very presence of God <laughs> in us. And that's just amazing. The Old Testament, the Jews knew the temple was so was so revered to them because it's where God intercepted with man, where God actually came and and connected with man, even though it was one man, <laughs> the high priest, once a year. But now Everywhere we go, the Holy of Holies goes with us. When you go to the drugstore, when you go to the grocery store, when you go to your workplace, the Holy of Holies, the connection with God, the place of communion with God is there with you. <laughs> it goes with us. That's amazing. Sometimes we think we need to get people to church. <laughs> when we are the church, we are the very temple of God. That we, as we go, the temple of God goes with us. Uh, we think we have to get people to an altar to meet God. The good news, the altar of God is going with us. And that we can carry the God's presence in such a unique way. That we can bring God to people. Because He's in us. So, this intimacy with God is so important that God has given us and that we can just lean into it. It's in our nature to know Him. So we, surely, we, it's so valuable to have time with Him. Of course we know that. But it's not something we check off. It's something that we so look forward to and enjoy, to have just a, a special quiet times with Him. But He's with us all the time, 24-7. Paul said in Ephesians 1.17, Keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the very knowledge of Him, to know Him better. That knowledge is the word genosko. It means intimacy. It means face-to-face. -face. It means a deep knowing of God. Not a head knowledge, but down in our belly. You know, our the spirit, the heart, uh, this word here, the heart, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, it's down in us. It's down in our belly. Jesus said, From our innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. It's not accessible initially through our mind. Now, as our spirit is filled with the Spirit of God, it comes up and it renews our mind. It renews our thoughts. But you're not going to know God first through your mind and your, through your brain, through your thoughts. So get over it. It's through the Spirit of God that's in us. And that's why, that's where we know Him. You know, there's only one place where the physical heart is spoken of. And it's, a, it's where Jesus said that the things that will come upon the earth in the last days will cause men's hearts, hearts to tremble. And that's the physical heart. I mean, I don't know what that means as far as what's going to happen, but that's the only place... Everything else, heart, spirit, 
it's about the belly. It's about, it's about the innermost being down deep in us is where the Spirit of God dwells. And that's why it's so amazing because He's deep. He's in us. He's a well that we can draw from and that we can live in. So John 17, 3, Jesus said, Hey, this is eternal life. They might know you, Father. So I just want to bless you with the fact that your nature is to know Him. Your nature is to hear from God. And that unlocks so much. It unlocks faith. It unlocks all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It, it unlocks guidance. It unlocks His love for you. It trumps everything. It trumps anxiety. I just want to pray for you right now as we close that God's life is so available. More and more and more of His life is available to us. So Father, I thank You, God, that You have called us to know You. That, Lord, You have made us to know You. You have restored us back to that state of our spirit, soul, and body being sanctified, being united to know You, God. And Father, I pray that that knowing of you, God, would penetrate and saturate our soul today. That, Father, we will sense a peace and a well-being in our heart. That you will guide us. Colossians 3.15 says that you will guide us by your peace. And, Father, that our bodies also will respond to the Spirit of God that's in us. The Word says that, that the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in us. And that it will bring life to our bodies. So, Father, I just pray for us today, Lord, that we will know your life. That we will go deeper with you in that relationship with you. And it will so bless every part of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all have a great day.